and I had public wet dreams. Like I remember at summer camp, Lutheran oh, summer no. camp, falling asleep <laughs> around <laughs> other people, and then wake up in the cabin, and I was like, no, not here, <laughs> not like this. I also fell asleep on buses or in the back of cars on family road trip, oh, and no. just been like, I gotta go to the bathroom, this and then just throw away a bunch of Hanes. Dude, uh, you had wet dreams during naps. Yeah. You're like narcoleptic and you have a wet dream issue? You ever seen Memento? Yeah. It was like, I was like tasing myself to stay awake and then I was like taking Polaroid pictures and being like, he will kill you, you yeah. know? Crazy. That happened for like a year and a half. Until wow. what happened? Until oh, I just decided to jerk off. Yeah, well. Welcome to Tummy Time. Welcome to Tummy Time. Welcome to Tummy Time. I'm Neil. I'm Justin. And that's Art in the Booth. Howdy. What's up, Art? Uh, our guest today is a stand-up comedian in Austin, Texas. I think we started around the same time here in Austin. He's open for the likes of Tim Dillon. Uh, it's Sam Castillo, everybody. Hey, Sam Castillo. Hi. Welcome to the show, dude. Thanks for having me. Before we talk to you, Sam, we have to clear some stuff up. A couple months ago, yeah. we talked about this story. Uh, it's called Tampa, Florida Woman Makes $300 an Hour as a Topless Maid. Okay. Look, March 9th is probably when we talked about it. Oh, yeah. So it was like three or four months ago. I know it's weird, Sam, but uh, we're going to play uh, one of our clips. Sure. Um, let's see. <laughs> there she is. Yeah, because I don't want to mess with the You have very thing. pink knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also you can see my pink undies, too. Wow. Look, I'm out of I'm out of clothes, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just am commenting it at... Uh, <laughs> No. Well, here's the thing, dude. No, what I mean by it is like I I need to go do some laundry. Sure. I'm at the very end, so that's why I'm disrespect. I feel like I'm disrespecting you by work? wearing shorts. No, I don't give a shit. I think it's very dishonorable to not be wearing pants right now. Why? <laughs> that's not. It's a waist up platform. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. There's a in the wide. It's uh Ow. the wide shot. They're seeing that's my pink weird. ass knees. So, anyways, just to give you a little backstory, here's the first time we talked about it. <laughs> Tampa, Florida woman makes three. $300 an hour as a topless maid. Would you buy this? No. I mean, she's cute, but is she $300 cute? No. For an How hour? Buck 50? Look at that. <laughs> uh, that's why I can't bring in horny stories anymore. I just, you I just start busting damn just wood. Lovely young lady, but I can clean my own damn apartment. Uh, probably 150 150 is your threshold. But even then. Even then. That's a lot of money. I'm going to make damn sure that she cleans she it well. I'm going to floorboards, All crown that. molding. And you know what? She's going to she's gonna change the mulch out in front of my house, too. My God. Pull the weeds. Wow. Uh, riveting. <laughs> riveting. <laughs> now that I watch it a little long, I could have uh, trimmed it up here and there. You've gotten better. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's good to know. Um, so me, what is this? <laughs> okay, well now yeah, I got. Why did you bring Sam here just to play <laughs> no, some tummy no, time clips? No, this hey, is. What did you think about the tummy time stuff? We're just gonna sit around and watch our own clips. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. get... <laughs> so was this like a focus group where you're like, do you think the clip is too long? Do you think the clip is too short? <laughs> well, we're realizing no. it was probably too long. Well, my first question is, we're we're saying that this is a little too overpriced. The service. Do you think we were being like overly sexist in that in that? Clip? I don't think that's overpriced. What the three hundred? <laughs> no, where does she live? She lives in Tampa. She lives in Tampa. Yeah, there's a housing crisis there. They need the, everything's hyperinflated. The minimum wage is even lower than here. Three three hundred an hour. That's pretty good. It's pretty good for for what for, you're getting. Oh, for what you're getting. Which is what to leer at someone while they clean. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's better than the maids I hire where I leer anyways, and that's not in the agreement. Yeah, yeah. And you don't tip. <laughs> yeah, right? So 
Yeah, but okay. So, but do you think we're being sexist by trying to negotiate with her? Say, say, hey, we'll give you 150. No, you see her as an equal. An equal is someone who you haggle with. Exactly. Whereas you when find you middle have ground with a real, when you have disdain for someone, is when you're like, what's the number? There. Right. Because you feel bad for them. 300? You feel sorry for them. It's more wow, of like, I don't give a fuck. I got to like that. Here's 301. Right. But oh, when you. God. <laughs> Keep the change. <laughs> um, well, so we posted this, and we I got into a couple arguments with the comments with some probably preteens. I don't know um, that were that were sticking up for her. They were they thought we were being like you know mean to her. Yeah. And guess what, dude? Guess who comes in the comments? She did. Sincerely, yeah. Sammy. I'll give you the podcast guy discount, one hundred and seventy five. But if I'm going to be pulling weeds, man, I better get tipped. This summer is brutal. Okay, so she has a good sense of humor about it, right? Yeah, she's nice. She's hey. nice. Um, now I will say, one hundred seventy five still a little steep a little for steep. me. Uh, I appreciate the counter offer, Sammy. If you're listening, because we are going to clip this, uh, Sammy, uh, I'll give you one hundred sixty dollars an hour for the maid service or f your full rate if you come on tummy time. If you call in, what? if you zoom into Sammy time, you you don't even have to take your top off, but it'd be nice. What um, the hell? You're so offering $300 for her to come be our guest on tummy time? Or $160 to clean my uh, shit. <laughs> Literal want... shit. Yeah. So how is she going to clean your room? What? Oh, that's right. She might as well just come on the show. <laughs> okay. So what he's what he's saying is that I live here in the office. My 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 boss is letting me sleep here, and uh, that's why you smell like the the, the shower gel because I just took a shower upstairs. Oh, that was you. Oh, law firm has a shower, huh? Huh? Your powder fresh? Interesting. It's me. So. Yeah, of course it's Justin. He's always powder fresh. I did fresh. take a shower before coming here, but I use that like organic like tea like tea tree you know sh body wash that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So I already smell like ass. Yeah. yeah. What's well, a little? It's well, the get... body wash itself embeds ass smell. Correct. Yeah. It's 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 just festival smell. It's organic. Ew. It's made from festival people. Yeah. And it's not the sexy mosh pit. It's the medical tent of the hospital yeah. <laughs> and where it's all... a girl. A girl's ODing, they captured that in a smell. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. I guess we could talk to you now instead of talking about this other Which, this other broad. This other I'll, I'll say right now, 175 was generous. On her on what? her part, yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm so trying to do- Podcasters coming at me. <laughs> I, Podcast guy discount. I, yeah, I'm going to say podcasters pay 400 Like, <laughs> Dude, I Sam, agree. Sam, why are you coming on the show and fucking with my bag is my question. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? I see these cameras. I know you got it. No, no, this no, is, no. These are using, these are, We're borrowing these cameras. Well, come borrowed. on. Come on. Look, I get... I, Look, that was a generous offer. Okay, dude. you know what, Sammy, you got a you got an advocate here in Sam. I'm gonna change it. Three hundred fifty dollars if you come on the show. You can keep your top on. It'd be better if you didn't, but you can keep it on. Uh, so how do you like? That's better. That's very generous. That's way more generous than I thought you'd ever be in your life. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. A, he's like I'm a giving here, guy. Like, he's, he's being. Sh uh, he's pissed off that Big Macs are like four dollars now. Yeah, but this is better than a Big Mac. So, Sam. Yeah. Let's talk to you, buddy. Sure. Um, where are you from? From? Uh, I'm from Dallas originally. I don't know why I thought you were like a um, like an Austin. I've lived here for more than half of my life now. Yeah. When I was, I'm born and raised in Dallas. I lived. What part of Dallas are you from? No, not Dallas. I've lived in Austin for more than half my life. I yeah. That. And I lived, uh, my parents would just uh, send my brother and I to the family farm in the summer. So, we would. I lived in Iowa. Oh wow! For every summer, for like three or four months a year. 
With Slipknot? It's like your grandparents. Did you say with Slipknot? Did you know Slipknot? Yeah, did you know uh, Slipknot? No, no. They were touring by the time I was a child. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, they okay. didn't come up. Um, wait, so you your your family had a, like your grandparents had a farm in Iowa? Yeah. That's cool, dude. No. You didn't like, oh, th- so they like really put your ass to work. No. No, oh, okay. but, but I didn't like have it. you been to Iowa? I wouldn't particularly call it cool. Yeah, but yeah. having a family farm sounds like romantic and cool to me. We just shot guns and shot up at the sky. And, sounds you sick. Know. Those are memories, dude. Yeah, actually, it was a nice time. It's a very nice place to grow up. Very quiet, safe. You know, I go. I went to school in, in Dallas, independent school district schools, where like the elementary schools were safe. But the high school, it was like drug dogs. We had more drug dogs than teachers. It was like metal detectors. <laughs> like it was just the worst. And then you'd go out to Iowa, and it's like I haven't seen a person for like four yeah. hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like there's probably just as many guns, but it doesn't feel as uh, scary over in Iowa. Maybe uh, it does. There are more guns than people. Yeah, I remember my grandfather just like. Give it like letting us wa- like wander through his gun collection. Wander because that's how many guns he had. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, it was like uh, a room of guns. Yeah, it was a r- gun room. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's like, "This gun I made myself in shop class." I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, I, um, I just made it in class in school." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Back-, back when they taught the the, the trades. And then I, yeah, I moved here when I was like immediately eighteen, and I've been here ever since. You turn your back on the family. No, oh, a lot sorry. of my family lives here. A lot of a lot of people on my dad's side lives here too. And we came here so much as a kid that logically it was like, well, if there's anywhere I'm going to move to, we were the only Castillos in Texas that were in Dallas. Everyone was in the hill country. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So That's why they moved out there for work. And yeah. my mom's family lived in Iowa, but my dad's family all is in the hill country. Like Wimberley? Yeah, sure. Uh, no, not not Wimberley, but towns around it. Yeah. Um. My dad's from Uvalde, oh. you know, that town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't, dude. Well, look, you la- you laughed first. But, well, you were just well, co- I was giggling about it being the town of Matthew McConaughey. What are you giggling about? I said no, rest in peace. I'm just giggling. Well, anyways, look, tragedy. <laughs> the only reason you can't I- say tragedy like that. Yeah, but I'm laughing because it just, I started laughing because, it. anyways, you get it. I get it. Just because it feels, uh, it's just, I'm uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. Okay. Anyways, I know. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't call the classroom in Uvalde the gun room. I'm like, Jesus, oh Justin. God. Oh my God. Well, yeah, okay. Wow. I can say that. I lived part of my life there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. He can make these jokes. Uh, I could too if I was that quick, but I'm not quick enough to <laughs> do the gun room joke. I mean, yeah. So, anyways, draw. hopefully they Wait, get so those what were you coward about cops. You, Sorry. Uvalde? Yeah. What's that now? Uvaldi? Yeah, Uvaldi. Well, not Uvula. It, well, it's very funny. Is you'll yeah, that was the first time in my life where like people were really, really putting up the accent on it. Oh yeah. Everyone called it Uvaldi, and then it seems like every white person would be like, "Oh my God, isn't your family from Ulvalde?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, thanks, Kylie." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's half Mexican. Did you know that? I I assume. <laughs> <laughs> we like to look. We do a little race corner on the show where sure, where, right? I, where I awkwardly bring up the person's race while they're sitting in front of me. Yeah, it's race science with Justin. I know. Yeah, where, it's uh, the tagline is "Where are you from?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you ever gotten that? Where, What's that now? Has anyone asked where are you from, and then you say uh, Dallas Fort Worth area, and they go, "No, like where are you from?" From. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're just doing. I wouldn't ask further either. Okay. Gotcha. Um, most people, when I meet them now, it's like common the idea of like just oh, people who are biracial can just look like, like one race. Yeah. It's funny. My mom's like Swedish, so she's like blonde uh, yeah. hair, blue eyed, 
and my dad's Mexican, I don't look like either. But you know, I still look like a white guy. And, yeah. and then now people can understand, like, oh, that that's what like biracial people could just like look like one or whatever. We're yeah. neither of the parents. But like yeah. growing up, people were like, Oh, Castillo, you're you're Italian. You look kind of vaguely ah. ethnic white. You look like one of the one of the whites that just got were cool with, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. One of those post-war whites, you know, exactly. if you weren't white before the war and you were white after. Yeah. Yeah. You're, what are those? To be yeah. honest, I've met Italians that look way more ethnic than you. Absolutely. Sometimes they're just like, I mean, I, I like to say, I like to say, hey, I completely understand why, you know, we didn't call you white before because you don't look like it. <laughs> In my book, you're not. Hey, Giuseppe. Uh, <laughs> hey, Vincenzo. Yeah. Part of the team. What I'm trying yeah. to say is Italians, you're, you're not white. Okay. Not in my book. You're going to have to prove yourself to me. And wow. so this is the podcast. <laughs> we, we, this is what you're doing here. Huh? We harass maids in Florida, and <laughs> and we race bait, and we say who is and who isn't white. Actually, you know what? We have been looking for a tagline for the show. What is the tagline? We hassle maids in Florida, and we uh, who is and isn't white. <laughs> and where are you from? From yeah, yeah. where are you from? Where from? are you from? From yeah, I'm from Florida. No, what? what where, where have no, you been mating? Where? Yeah, yeah. Are you from? From uh, yeah. For the record, dude, Sammy is a friend of the show. Uh, we're not we're not harassing anyone. We're just negotiating, right. Sammy. Um, <clears throat> okay. Dallas, Fort Worth area. Dallas, Fort Worth area. Where are you from? You split. You split uh, time between Iowa and Dallas, but like and Uvalde. And Uvalde. I would spend like a month there too. God, you're yeah. traveling. And then I lived in Africa for a what? summer. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I lived in Botswana for Botswana? like for about four months. What brought you to Botswana? Uh, I really was addicted to Xanax, and <laughs> you wanted to go Dude. to the source. Okay, hold on, I, I want to hear this, but yeah. I was expecting it was going to be some kind of mission trip. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> First okay. of all, if there's somewhere you're going to go for mission trip, you don't go to the diamond capital of the world, right? Right. Botswana, that's where De Beers and Co. is incorporated. Okay, yeah, that's where that's, they invented uh, blood diamonds. That's where the Dutch invented the blood diamond. Okay, it's yeah. not a humanitarian relief place. It's now. No. Although it'd be, they probably do want some help. They say, "Please help us." Well, uh, let's we grab can... a grab a grab a shovel. <laughs> and start looking for some diamonds. <laughs> Get to digging. Yeah, young blood panning. Damn. Okay, so you you were addicted to Xanax, and you said, "I'm gonna go to Botswana." What? How did that? I happen? was addicted to Xanax, and I was like, "I, I okay." Rewind. Please. I, I'm sober now, but I had to try to get sober several times. It took me like four or five earnest attempts yeah, to try right. to make it work. Yeah. At 19, I was like, I got to get sober. So I didn't drink for like a summer, and then I relapsed when I moved back here. And then halfway through that second year of school, I was like, I got to get sober because I've also doubled down and added other stuff to this booze thing. And then I was like, what if I just study abroad? And so then I went to the study abroad office, and they are like – uh, yeah, you know, like, there's, like, a lack of, like, men who want to go to, like, these continents. Turns out all the male students at UT Austin want to just get drunk and try to get laid in Thailand or Barcelona. Really? Yeah. Not if a bad you, idea. Barcelona. If you can, like, maybe apply to any other place besides Barcelona and Bangkok, <laughs> you could probably get scholarships. And I had a terrible GPA. And there was a program that went to Botswana. Whoa. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so I was thinking about getting a degree in environmental science. So I was like, yeah, I kind of want to do this. And so they were like, they, they came back and they're like, we'll pay for 80% of this based off the essays. That's cool. And okay. if you, and then I just uh, paid with a, like with my, my, my part-time job in school, the other 20%. And then I just stayed in a tent and we did vegetation research. And it was going to be like undergraduate research hours that looked good on your resume to grad schools. So I was like, yeah, I'll go live in Botswana for like four months. Yeah. And also, also 
the main purpose of this was like maybe I'll like quit being an addict. Yeah. And so I like cleaned up over there and then I didn't. I just drank a lot. Oh, and no. then uh so they have firewater over there too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I would assume that Botswana's got some gas. So I drank <laughs> to the point of having an ulcer. I started oh, vomiting God. blood for days. And what you're in oh. your like twenty, twenty one? I was twenty. Yeah, Jeez. I was. I had, but yeah, I was not even twenty one by that point. And you didn't. Uh, you didn't try to sneak any Xanax with you. You, you on, when you were leaving, you go. I brought some clonopin, but I burned through it like the real day fast. of. Okay, so you, <laughs> you said maybe I'll clean up in Africa, and you brought. It's a nineteen with you. hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> Clonopin rules, though. It's okay. very nice. Uh, I'll clean up Klonopin. after this batch. Um, yeah, I mean, I was around that time also heavy into the benzos. Sure. Heavy into the whiskey. Mixing the two was my favorite. It, I would recommend it. Not really, but it's good. <laughs> um, uh, I wouldn't recommend it if you want like a healthy, happy life. But if you want to get fucked up and not remember anything and, and have a nice time and not have any worries whatsoever, uh, go ahead and do it. But anyways, I had to go to rehab. I went to rehab. You went to Botswana. Right. I tried to sneak Xanax into rehab. You snuck Clonopin into Botswana. There's a lot of parallels sneak. here. It's legal to have. Yeah, you can have a prescription, dude. <laughs> okay. Let's not split hairs here. You snuck uh, Clonopin into Botswana. Okay. I smuggled in my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you boofed it. Uh, <laughs> wow. So that sounds kind of fun, though. It sounds like you had fun besides the ulcer. Yeah, I drank to the point of having an, an ulcer and vomited a lot of blood, and then I made some good friends, and uh, and <laughs> I don't, I, I keep up with maybe two of them to this day. That's, That's not, still a significant amount of people that you know from Africa more than I do. Well, they're Americans who just I, I met in well, Africa. No, you no, do know as, them from Africa. As soon as we were done with the program, I was like, I'll never come back. <laughs> I Absolutely. don't think I can afford another plane ticket back here. This is a beautiful land, and um, Godspeed. Yeah. What kind of liquor was it? Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I was drinking, I mean, it was almost exclusively vodka, but, uh, gentlemen. And, uh, I, I, I'm a gentleman. I drank, I drank vodka water, you know? Oh, or vodka okay. on the rocks. Yeah. And, which is not a gentleman move. Oh, no. you're saying Just scotch is a, is a gentleman. Vodka is a Russian, you know? Uh -huh. Like, ugh, you know? And yeah. so, I can't even say that. We support Ukraine on this show. I don't. I don't. I'm neutral. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't give a shit on this show. Speaking, you of, speaking of that, you, your brother's in the military, right? Right. Oh, wow. And guess what? Sam here is a twin. Oh, oh yeah. An identical twin? Identical twin. Wow. Hey. Yeah. I have a lot of questions about twinhood. Sure. Is twinhood a word? That's the first question. Twinship. Twinship? I don't know, man. Okay. Anyways. But uh, but the the one that gave me the ulcer, I was at a oh, bar. Yeah, right. And uh, there was like some some uh, vacationing people from one of those Scandinavian countries, you know, mm. Denmark, something. I and I was, I was with my buddy and uh, from the research program, this other like ge geography nerd. And I, was, I asked the bartender, I was like, what is the strongest thing you have? And he's like, he points to this uh, bottle called De Kuiper. And De it Kuiper. was like this uh, Swiss liqueur that was like 90 proof or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like, it was like, it looked like, um, like the color of uh, Jaeger, that kind of licorice oh, no. color. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, let's do it. And he's yeah. like, uh, and he was like, hold on, had to get up on a chair and grab it. And then literally was like. <laughs> and then poured it for us and then I did that and then about 20 minutes later I was like hold on 
and then just yacked up all this blood and oh, then, uh, nice. on the floor. And Rowan was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and maybe toss the bottle. Are we sure it's not what was in the bottle that fucked you up? I think it was just years of belligerent drinking at that point. I know, but there you're still like 20, point. though. I mean, I know it happens. And I, I've met people that were that young and, and it like fucked up their liver and all that kind of stuff. It can happen. But but yeah, that's just crazy that you were so young. and They started early. Yeah. Like what? No, what was age? That, was what that age? the first drink that you had that night? No. Okay, so you're just <laughs> adding fuel to I the see. fire. But when was the first time you drank? I don't know, sixteen maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fifteen, sixteen. I'd probably start around fifteen. Too. Yeah, I feel like high school. Yeah. Yeah. Early That's high true. school. Yeah. Damn. And then you had to go to Botswana. And, uh, is that it? Yeah, I lived in Botswana, and but I. But you had like, to go to a hospital. No. <laughs> no. Well, you had to, but you didn't. Yeah, they were like, they were like, just sleep it off, and then I just slept it off. And eventually I was like, I'm good, guys. And um, it just healed itself. Is that it, how just, it just went away. <laughs> as problems tend to do. Pretty much. Yeah. I, they're like, okay, well, try to st- maybe don't take the malaria medicine for a while because that really messes up your stomach. Uh, okay. And I was like, all right. And it was winter, so it's, mosquitoes aren't even out anyways. Okay, cool. So I was like, I can take a couple days off the malaria meds, which was fun and exciting because I had to go back on the malaria meds. Oh, no. Which means when you go off and you go back on, as soon as you start taking those meds, you get the craziest night terrors ever. So exciting. So fun. Oh, yeah. And that's sarcasm, right? No, 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 no. I genuinely, oh. uh, I, like, I, I really enjoy the side effects of the malaria medication. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that, that could Would be you go f- back on it if you could? Honestly, kind of, yeah. I was thinking wow. about it. I was like, yeah. We should get a like, batch and just do them. Can I ask this? Um, should I go to Africa just to do the free laps that, uh, is, uh, that is malaria? Free laps? <laughs> It's like a relapse, but you, it doesn't count. Guilt-free. I've never relapse. heard this term. For, yeah, free lapse. You know, like, there's certain things. Like what being, a disgusting term. Yeah. <laughs> an, Dude, don't fucking judge me <laughs> and my fellow... Uh, what an unaccountable... <laughs> bullshit term. Look, dude... <laughs> Look, a free look. There are legitimate free lapses. Don't someone you, accidentally uh, don't you bring your, drink. your Ted Kennedy logic into <laughs> Dude, this? Don't. First of all, don't judge me. Second of all, do not besmirch Ted Kennedy on tummy time. He killed her in the car. <laughs> he Dude, do not. Dude, Chappaquiddick was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, pause. Pause. Camera two's out. Oh, oh no. We back. Okay. We never got left. him back. Where Where the hell were we, dude? We talk. Oh, we yeah. were talking about his liver. Wait, wait what no. did what did Arthur? Also, so we had some technical dif- difficulties, but we're back. <clears throat> what was uh, what were you asking him a second ago? Nothing. Oh my god. Okay, you're just it sounded to... pretty good. It would be good podcast material. Yeah, I mean, if have you, it. He just asked me if anyone had ever asked me about the Botswana stuff, and I said no. I was really, I was just trying to run from my problems. I used study abroad that was paid for as an ability to like. Run from being like sabotaging a really good relationship, not knowing what I wanted to do with my life, uh, and like really just trying to like get just get my act together. Yeah, there like um, you know when I used to go to secret meetings for to be sober. Sure, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be uh, <laughs> anonymous <Respectful>. now. <laughs> okay, but when I used to go to, in those meetings, they call it uh, doing or pulling a ge- geographical. Right. It's like one of those things where it's huh. like, uh, you know, I tried to switch to wine or I tried to switch to just beer or I moved. I made a big move. And uh, I, I tried that, too. And it's like never works. It never works. Because as they say, you know, wherever you go, you're there. Your problems are some there. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, it kind of means something. It means like, you know, you're just bringing your fucking stupid ass brain with you to Botswana. No offense. Um, So, OK, I want to go back to. Botswana, or did, or did we cover everything about Botswana? 
You yeah, moved there to like get sober. Blood. It didn't work. Talking um, about twinsies. Oh yeah, That's twins. We um, so did you ever go to like a twin convention? No, a, tw- a twinvention. Oh, no. Did you ever want to go to a twin convention? No. <laughs> Tell me about it, right? Why would you base your entire identity about being a twin? I know, but like as a kid, you weren't like I like I know now as an adult, you you that's cheesy to be like proud of being a twin and being like talking about a twin dressing up the same way. But I imagine in my mind right now in this moment, I'm thinking as a kid, it's kind of fun and exciting to to do to do twin stuff. Yeah, I mean there are definitely people out there who look at it as like a personality period, not just a point of their like an part identifier of their life. There has to be people who are like, oh, the true fantasy would be like to marry another set of twins with my twin, you know, and, and breed more. Like, you know, it's like that. We're so special that God made us twice. Like, there's like definitely got to be freaks out there because there are freaks who do anything. But no, I think any rational adult would look at their twin and go, fuck, I want to be an individual. Yeah. There's a reflection of me who I've been competing with my entire life, and I'm just trying to... I'm not even trying to be the best in my graduating class. I'm just trying to be better than him. <laughs> yeah, How's absolutely. it going? <laughs> He's 51, I'm 50. Fuck you. You know, I'm like, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Like, and we shared a bedroom our entire yeah. lives, which is close quarters. Like, you just, like, it's like, dude... I cannot wait to be my own person. Does he know that you're? Does he know that he's in this competition with you right now? Of course. He feels the exact same. He's They're winning. Twins. He's, win- <laughs> he's winning. Oh no! He's so much more successful. Than why? Damn. Tell me I'm why. Metric. Give me three. Give me three things that he's better at. Uh, he doesn't have loans or debt. That's good. He, he's winning. Um, yeah. I don't know. He just is in incredibly great shape. He That's has good, a yeah. he has a good job. He's That's a, three things, yeah. He's a very devout religious person. Yeah. Wow. He's a dependable person. That's a good he's one. He's a patient person. <laughs> also a very good one. <laughs> okay, so so what the fuck happened to you then? <laughs> I'm an I'm an imp. I'm a bad guy. Dude, first of all, <laughs> you're a bad First of all, dude. I'm I'm just kidding. You're very dependable. You're a good guy. All the all these you things. You know me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Seemingly, you're seemingly a good guy. You know, if you if you if you ever get if you ever get canceled, I'm gonna have to go back and scrub this. Me saying that you're a good guy. Oh, well, thanks, man. But uh, <laughs> thanks, right now he thanks, believes thanks that. Thanks for short. putting that on me. <laughs> um, hey, guy who's done nothing with his life. What if we? What if that yeah, goes away? Yeah, what if you away? get canceled? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, you know, I, I think about twins a lot and not just. <laughs> okay, great. So you're like, what if both of them are cleaning my apartment and they're doing it for free? That is sexy, but that's not what I'm talking about. Mm. What I'm talking about is that for some reason, like ever since I took like a, it must have been like an evolutionary psychology class where we learned about twin studies. It's just something that I think about a lot. Okay. And uh, are y'all similar in a lot of ways, obviously? I mean, yeah, we shared the same genes. Yeah. Well, okay. Do you have similar interests? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think that's a reflection of like our Growing family. Up, yeah. We yeah. just had a dad who's really into history, so we both like oh. enjoy history. Cool. You know? Well, I remember this one twin study where they were like two, they they would do like, uh, they would follow it with twins that were like separated at birth. Uh-huh. And then sometimes they would like find one twin and they would, uh, they'd, they'd find out that one twin that was like grew up on the other side of the country was like was also a firefighter. Correct. Was also would wear like a fucking shark necklace. It was like got really specific in the detail. Puka when shells. They, puka shells. When they split them up at birth, they find out they have the same career. They have both have a house with a red door. Their yep. wives are both named Jane. They're both addicted to JOI porn videos. <laughs> uh, and tributes. And 
And uh, and and like they find that they're more the the same guy, which shocked me when I learned that in high school. Because and that's what made me want to be such an individual because I realized that we're pre-programmed by the Matrix to be uh-huh. the same guy. They just uh-huh. accidentally made two of us. Uh-huh. So now it's on us to try to like deviate the code just a little bit, right? But yeah. make yourself, you know, be you anything need- else. That's yeah. I mean, it is crazy though that. Uh- and then you realize, huh? Every act of decision I make is to be an original person. That's probably not an actual active, active decision. decision. No. It's instead I'm pre-programmed to think I should be an independent, and I'm not actually living my life the way I want to. I'm living out of spite, which if you live out of spite, you're actually living worse off than living in sincerity. You're yeah, living absolutely. You're living the episode of Seinfeld uh, where he does the opposite of everything. Yeah, salmon are supposed to swim upstream. You uh, know, sa- salmon. Yeah, they're salmon. supposed to go out. Collect the nutrients from the salt water, come back to the fresh water, die, and make more salmon. And that's what and that, that's what you're doing. Uh, I'm just trying to do, you know, anything. Oh. <laughs> okay. This is a very Sam heavy show. Sure. Yeah, and also we're talking about free will, which Sam Harris uh, doesn't believe in. Is this the clock that's supposed to go down till you guys execute me, or what is this? <laughs> it's just to let us know if we're on time or not. Okay. Okay. It's just a. Uh, uh, I feel like I shouldn't have brought up the twin stuff. That's no, I don't oh, okay. care. It's, All right. I was just, uh, I was just curious, dude, because I've never really talked. I've never talked to you a twin. Love twins, dude. What? Who gives a shit? You, you do. <laughs> you do. Obsessed with us. Yeah. I'm what do you think obsessed. about the Arnold Schwarzenegger twins? That's kind of how you view you, yourself and your brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you Danny DeVito? Oh man, that would be great. It would he's be great. Charis- he's charismatic. Absolutely. I don't think I even have that, dude. Well, uh, would you that- rather be Danny DeVito or Arnold Schwarzenegger in their current form? Ah. Uh. Danny's pretty I mean, cool. Well, I mean, that's, do you want to be liked or do you want to be healthy, you know? Yeah. And one of them is, and what's so crazy about that one is the healthy one is the one that's just used steroids. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you mentioned uh, that your, your brother is, are you, are you like a religious guy? Not anymore. Really? Well, actually, here's the thing. Okay. It's even, I, I'm, I'm the worst version possible. I'm not one of those. Anno- Actually, the worst thing to be is an agnostic. I hate them so much. Pick a fuck. Get, get on one side of the fence. Shit or get off the pot. I swear to God. Like, no, I'm uh, No, I believe. I just am, I don't go practice. Yeah. Which is so irredeemable. It's such a selfish you know better. trait. I don't know, dude. Well, f- first I'll just say the reason the reason I'm asking is because one time because I do uh, I do stand up about growing up religious sometimes and one time you came up to me and you're like I you I think you thought that I was more religious than I am which I'm not but uh and I, and I told you and you're like oh well I am and I was like oh that's interesting because there's not a lot of people a lot a lot of people let alone stand-ups right that are so I mean so which I when I met you I was going to church a lot because okay. I was so desperate to try to get sober I see. And uh, I really was when I met you. I yeah. met you in what, 2017? Probably. Oh my God. I was really trying to sober up. Wow. Yeah. I was, uh, I didn't get sober till 2021. So, like, that During point, the pandemic. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of people did the opposite. Studio apartment locked down, dude. Jeez, dude. I, I got sober, um, I think it was like a week after that freeze that killed all those people. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. I. February ish. Yeah, that was it. Was the last Thursday of February, two thousand and twenty-one, is the day I finally gave it all up. It's a good day to remember, dude. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, that's cool. uh, yeah. and uh, yeah. No, when I met you, I was really religious because I mean, I, I still believe I'm, yeah. a, I'm, I'm, I'm a believing Lutheran, right? And like, 
part of Lutheranism is you don't believe like there. I remember my pastor had this bumper sticker on her car, which was uh, if going to if if being in a garage uh, made you a, or if going to church made you a Christian standing in a garage would make you a car. Which meant like you don't have to go to church. Anyone can just go to church. You actually yeah. have to live the values of Martin Luther well, and Jesus Christ. Well, isn't that yeah. the important part then? Because you're saying that you're that right. you're a bad Lutheran, but I mean, but, you're doing the important part. But a, I feel like as you act, that's okay for like a child or a teen. I feel like once you become, I'm almost thirty, and I feel like once you become an adult and you're a member of religion, it's now up to you to actually show up and create that community. Because if you just practice at home, yes, and you do these values, but there still needs to be some semblance of the community, and there's still some requirement of evangelism. And we're not like evangelicals, like a televangelist, and we're like the smallest sect of Lutheranism that's actually been disavowed by the actual Lutheran Church of the United States. We like believe that that, that trans and lesbian and gay people can be pastors. We believe that you can have female pastors. Yeah. We like our people who led the Protestant Reformation and never stopped protesting. We we're trying to like if you if you're a human being, like you should be able to be saved. So we're trying to get everyone. Yeah. That's our level of evangelism. And I was like, gonna make a joke about how women shouldn't be pastors, but now it seems a little tacky. I would be actually kind of like, dude, really? <laughs> <laughs> but that's why really? I looked at you. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. I know. Josh I'm, I'm messing with you. Oh, I, uh, I see I don't understand jokes, dude. Just joking. I know. Um But I don't go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I dude, I have a job yeah and then i do comedy I know. I, between the two of them i i really work and this is you got to sleep on sunday well this is insane to say a lot. I, rest? I, I i really work 60 hours a week yeah you do goodness, at least well wow. at stand up yeah. you're doing a full-time job oh yeah because i mean you you do a lot more sets than i do and you're 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 out every night <sighs> yeah but you but you are creating something cool online this is I cool appreciate it. this is a lot this, of work this plus the stand up is a full-time job it's a lot yeah. of work but I, yeah. and it will pay off if you continue to put that work in yeah Hopefully yeah, I so. believe it. If you continue to find people in Florida to bother, <laughs> which get the may... message out. Look, Sam, if you fuck, if you continue to fuck with my bag on this, we're gonna have to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> you got 15 minutes to stop know, fucking with the bag. <laughs> know that I do this out of love. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh, telling me to stop harassing this <laughs> no, nice woman. No, 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 no. I... Just busting the balls. Oh, yeah, the balls. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, there's we're doing some kind of combative thing on right now, so I'm just going with that. Sure. Um. Oh, yeah, so speaking of stand-up, sure. I don't know how much you want to talk about it or if there's anything to okay. talk about, but I know I have a lot of uh, qualifiers for everything I ask okay. you. Um, but uh, it's you, you've you been opening up for Tim Dillon, which I think is really cool. Thank you, man. Yeah, is there anything that you can tell us about just that experience, like going out there and... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm just one of his openers. He's got a lot of people opening for him. Yeah. Um, I'm just someone in, who he asks sometimes, and I can't say anything but, like, thanks. Yeah. He's been... He's been like a mentor. He's been like an older brother. He's been like the best. He's like, uh, he's actually the second person who ever told me to get sober. I had. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's a sober guy. He's a sober yeah, guy. Yeah, that's good. I had a close friend tell me, Sam, I think you really, really have to stop. And yeah. this was in 2020. And uh, and then the first time I opened for him, I did some uh, sets for him at Cap City, January 2020. And he sold out the whole weekend. And oh, right before the pandemic. Right before the pandemic. And I was getting off of Xanax the last time. And I was like shaking. I was having to call out of work, out of shows. I was like having, honest to God, panic attacks. I would just break out and sweat. And then I would get frozen cold. 
I just was going through withdrawal and I was drinking a lot to have to like, and that I was, was doing bad, a lot yeah. of coke to Were like bounce Were you mixing Xanax and drinking too? Um, can't, you know, so, and so, you know, like I would just, I was like using coke and alcohol to wean myself oh, out of that, oh, okay. out of that valley. And it was, he noticed that the late show sets were way worse than the early show sets. And that I was... Oh, Tim was noticing that. And he noticed that I drank a lot. He's like, I think I had like five vodkas in a, in a, in a night yeah. at just like the, the comedy club. And I drank before I got there. And he's like, dude, you're like a functioning alcoholic. And I was like, yeah, here. And this is why I'm doing this. And he's like, hey, man, if this is how you're living your life. And he's like, you know, I also asked you to come out to New York. And you never said you always kept saying you never had the money. And I told him well, dude, I haven't been able to afford a haircut in years. I've been cutting my own hair for three years. And he's like, yeah, you, why? And I, and he's like, because you're an addict. You need yeah. to stop prioritizing this in your life. I think you need to give it all up and get sober and get a different job and just reinvent a lot of stuff and focus if comedy is really what you want to do. Everything locked down. We checked back in a year, uh, year later in 2021. I finally got sober. And then I started open for him again in 2022. He took me out to uh, Salt Lake City and did seven shows and then he's had me do some like longer sets it's um he's just uh, he's been a a a, 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 a a a an older brother like a mentor like a great guy that's awesome because awesome, he's like dude. not only is he like you know helping you in the the stand-up uh, realm but also in like your personal life that's, yeah that's absolutely cool. that's big i don't know i don't want to throw any more of his personal business out there except just i just want to thank the guy yeah. he's been nothing but he's been a great that's person. cool. That's awesome, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Um, well, how, how are those shows? Because wait, was that back? Was that last year when you were doing those Utah? Didn't you do a, so, a couple shows recently? Yeah. Um, was it in Utah? Uh, no, the most recent uh, did uh, California in March, and um, Washington and uh, Tacoma and That's Portland right. in uh, early May. So what? What's it like? Uh, what are those like? Two thousand seats or something? Like, uh, Thirty-five hundred. California. It was Napa, California. It was eight hundred. Uh, Portland was three thousand. God, wow. uh, what's Tacoma that like? Was two. We were each for like eleven hundred. Yeah, wow. Uh, it was. It's the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah, because that's the most you probably performed for, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a <laughs> that's lot. That's a lot of fucking I know. people. I don't know. I, I don't know if you've done it elsewhere, but it was. I think all of the people I'd ever performed for for every set before that. All in the yeah, same well, room. What, Could yeah. fit in the Napa set. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like in Austin, we, we talked about this, like an Austin show, you're you're lucky to have, you know, 50s, 50s, 75. Well, if you're, if you're doing, if you're doing a, Cap a, or something. If you're doing Cap City, I mean, Quick in the Cave is two something. That's true, yeah. Vulcan's like two something. Yeah. And then Cap City's like three. Yeah. So I feel like you, you get a couple hundred, and if you do, if you do a weekend opening for someone, say you do like one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, that's a thousand that's almost 2,000 people. Right. But that's different yeah. than all at one But it's time. all broken up. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and also, I left to L.A. in, like, 2018, and then I moved back uh, after COVID. Um, but, like, you you definitely leveled up, like, with stand-up. That's nice. Was there, like, a gradual progression, or was there, like, an immediate bump up in terms of, like, quality and, like, things happening for you? Uh, it, was, it was the pandemic, because during the pandemic, I was – trying to get sober searching for meaning um i was like out of options i was like dude i'm you know i just i i i'm i don't have i don't know what to do anymore i had this day job that i was doing for comedy but i'm not even doing comedy i'm just an addict i'm not doing anything and now i don't even have the veneer of comedy yeah what do i do and so then i was searching desperate for meaning i remember i took the uh practice lsat 
And the score was a 149, which is not stellar, but it's good enough get to get into three schools in Texas. And that was zero practice. So I told myself, I was like, if I actually buckled down, I with I could get a 155. That's probably reasonable. A mid yeah. one fit from below yeah. a high one, 149. I could, if I just put any effort, I could get into a one a mid 150. That's good enough for University of Houston. That's good enough for SMU. It's not good enough for UT. Yeah. But yeah. I could get I could go to University of Houston, which is an enjoyable city to live in. I've never lived there, but it's a nice city. It's a respectable school. I could eke out an existence. Try to do something. Like like a public defender where you don't where they pay off all your loans. You don't make you're never going to be the guy. You're never going to have a, a Bugatti and you're never going to have a Bentley. But you'll drive a Cadillac. You'll live in a nice suburb and you'll like try to do some good. You can be do some meaningful work as a public. You could do some meaningful. I mean, in the end, they all die. Right. You Absolutely. know, but like you could yeah. do some meaningful work. Everybody involved the in the clients. process. Oh, I see. Everyone. Everybody yeah. dies. Everybody dies. But you know, and then I just remember like my dad. He's a carpenter. Well, now he's a he was superintendent for construction sites, but he uh, was a, a, th- a thespian. He was a, th- a theater major and at the St. Thomas University in Houston, and he yeah. dropped out because he liked building the sets. Then he just, like, one wealthy Catholic, because it was a Catholic college, was like, well, would you want to be my apprentice? And just taught him how to make, like, he was an artisanal woodworker. He Very would just cool. do armoires, built-in cabinets, Those guys staircases. are high, high demand for, like, uh, luxury homes. Absolutely. Sculptors. He would do all that stuff for these homes in, like, you know, Bel Air, Houston, all that kind of stuff. And then he just decided to focus more on, like, the construction side, became a contractor, leveled up to superintendent. Built a bunch of stuff. Just seemed more practical, probably. And building now, he builds like hotels and high rises. He's gone from just like a table to a high rise. Yeah. And he told me he's like, you know, I wanted to be an actor and realized that wasn't my calling. And you never know where it goes, but I went for it. And it, you gotta like try this comedy thing a hundred percent when when you open up, and then you can decide like he's he's like the world's got enough lawyers, the world's got enough yes. comedians. So really, whichever job you pick is oversaturated it so it doesn't matter yeah so just do the one that you think you would enjoy the most that's so yeah. cool that your dad is supportive like that um yeah. i mean it's, that's that fucking rules i mean if as your dad <laughs> well my dad's very practical and you know if i asked him now he probably he he knows i have a job like a uh, so he doesn't worry about me as much but he never would say that so but just to have my dad go just go for it and it's great advice too it goes look Absolutely. give it give it 100 percent, and if it fails then you can wipe your hands clean of it or whatever. Absolutely. And you'll have no you regret. Can live, yes, you, exactly. You, you put, put everything you had into that endeavor. That's all you had. Yeah. yeah. But 75% is not going to do it. No, because you're just like, what if? What yeah, if, that, if, I just, if I would have just worked a little bit harder, maybe, like you always have that uh, yeah. that that thought in your head. So that's that's cool as fuck. That, your, dad, your dad seems cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. And I'm just going to like go 110% everything no matter what it costs me in comedy until i reach the 10 to 12 mark you know marker i'm like almost six years now continuous i took i took a year off of the pandemic and i took even longer after that to get sober because i still was kind of shaky yeah and i was like dude i can't even go to bars all all the comedy clubs were closed so only the bars we were doing shows and i knew i knew i couldn't do it yeah. So I even started even later than everyone else. So I took, I mean, not uh, not two years, but nearly two Same. years. Yeah. More nearly months. two years off. So I, I don't know. Even though I started seven years ago, I'm Same. really like five years in. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. So if I give another five, if I double this amount of time of effort, completely sober, 
and not everyone needs to be sober to do comedy. No. Just someone who cannot control themselves. Like yeah. you just have to do a self-evaluation of who you are, whatever it is. Like I know people who are like porn addicts. I know people who are gambling. We have friends who are gambling addicts. I know, you know, we have friends who are like just whatever. And so whenever you figure out what you got to do to get it in and like just do 100%, it's like in 10 years, so five more years after the 10 year marker, if I'm not, if it's not my only job, mm-hmm. The, yeah, then it's like reassess. time to hang it up you and try to find, find something else, right. you know, and whether that meaning is having children, you know, I mean, for a lot of people, I think that just having creating another human being who makes the world a little bit better is just as noble as anything. So I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. But I'm going to try to make a comedy. Yeah. 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 Or a baby. Sure. Worst case, <laughs> worst case scenario, baby. You dump. Uh, <laughs> you just dump in some chick. You just dump in some chick. It's the miracle of life. <laughs> you bro. call your, you call you your kid your little dump. My little dump. My little, my little dump. dumpling. Oh, <laughs> the calf cramp I had when I made you. Like <laughs> I had to ask for you. <laughs> What's it called? A horse? Uh, a Charlie horse? A Charlie horse? <laughs> okay. I'm this is think- supposed to be the one we do with embarrassing stuff. I'm giving like oh, yeah. inspirational yeah. talks here. I know. I'm giving shit. earnest okay, stuff. B- before we go, uh, did, were you, did I did I mention that we're doing embarrassing things? I mean, you mentioned it, but I, we don't have to do it. And well, no, it, I would love to go. Well, this is your show. No, don't look, let me direct no, you. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm glad you said it. I love this. I love the stuff about that we just talked oh, about. Oh, absolutely. Me too. Because we usually talk about pe- shit in our pants and coming in a, a <laughs> dumping, dumping and things that you're not supposed to. Um, since you've been thinking about it yeah. did anything come to mind oh yeah i got one okay there we go. i got well how much time we got, hey, we got i see this clock's going down bro don't uh, worry about that guy don't, don't worry about that guy uh i think the most embarrassing story is a young person i mean there's several but there's so many we could do another hour hey. sure. but <laughs> and i'm not doing that <laughs> to be clear we're not doing that um, of course but i think the a good a good one that i don't think you had someone talk about was having uh, public wet dreams. I'm sorry, what? Public? Falling asleep (laughs) around other people. Oh, yeah. And then busting in your sleep. My God. And then waking up to just a bunch of dead soldiers in your underwear. Wow. Okay, so take us Mommy, back. Mommy, why the, does it smell like the swimming pool? Do, wait, first of all, just do, do you do you relate to this that uh, cum smells like bleach? I don't. Uh, it kind of does, you know. Okay. But then again, I also cl- I also jerk off into my bottle of bleach. So <laughs> I also fuck. My I bottle. don't really. I I don't have a good gauge. Of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, anyway, so what can you give us? A, can you give us go back and tell us how this happened? Where were you? What's going on? The we got the first wet dream was I remember. <laughs> Eighth grade, my dad is a big blues fan, and yeah. he took my brother and I to a blues concert. We saw uh, Bobby Blue Bland, who's dead now, <laughs> rest in peace, I believe, at the Longhorn Saloon in South Dallas. We came back, and uh, he's like, the show lasted till like two or three in the morning. Wow! Too and long. he's like, boys, we're taking tomorrow off from church, and I was like, nice. Yeah, awesome. hell so yeah. So I go, we go to rules. sleep, and then my parents come up to our bedroom because we uh, they converted the attic into a loft and kept my brother and I in there because it's a small house. Yeah, and um, and they were like, guys, we're gonna go to IHOP. Get ready. And my brother like gets out of bed. He's like, all right, I'll go. I'm gonna go like take a quick shower. And they're like, Sam, I was like, I noticed like it was just like cold, oh, no. and it was like <laughs> so freezing cold. Under- and I was like. 
myself. I think yeah. I pissed myself. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, what's the matter? And then my mom just like grabbed the comforter off. She goes, wakey, wakey. And you just see just like, uh, I mean, just like a, 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 a catas- catastrophic amount of jizz through <laughs> my my and one basketball shorts oh with, with no <laughs> underwear underneath. Wow. And it's just like, it's like on my legs. It's like on the top sheet. It's through the comforter. Oh, no, had she's you got had, some laundry to do. Had you ever ejaculated before that? Was this all the ejaculate that has accumulated in accumulated? your body? Why was there so much? I had ejaculated once or twice, I but see. then I thought it was so such a shameful act that right. I stopped. But and guess what? It's got to come out. It's it's gotta gotta it finds its way out. out. And so then she immediately goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Put the comfort back on me. And then my dad goes, oh, die, da, da, da. <laughs> and my mom goes pale white. Half her hair turns white. She's like, Max, go to the shower. And then, uh, and then he goes to the shower. And then my mom goes, Sam, that, uh, that isn't natural. It's natural, but it's not. And we're gonna let you take a shower. We'll get you. You bring your sheets down. We'll run some laundry, and then we'll go to IHOP. And then it was. Wh- it was what some- does she mean by natural but not natural? I dude, it's just a woman who like I don't think she was mentally prepared to, see, to yeah, witness that moment. She was just, in, she was just tra- traumatized. I mean, the sex talk she gave me was just like wait till marriage. Yep. And like I did, and I was exactly. like, okay. that was mine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then I just continued to bust in my sleep every day Whoa. for like months Whoa. and every oh morning for school i would yeah, wake just up rub one out and just like i would have to put the, the i remember oh my god oh. just coming down with the sheets and my mom would just say sullenly again oh as if as god. if you had any, you're like mom i'm doing the, the quote unquote right thing by and not I, rubbing one out I, I gotta get to the school bus but i have to like just like wipe a crime scene off, you know, and Mom's like, like, let's get him some rubber sheets. <sighs> Jesus Christ, a squeegee, you yeah, know. And like, <laughs> damn, dude, you were producing. I was. The wow. range is five milliliters to fifteen milliliters. You were doing like twenty. There was at a least. factory humming, dude. There were union jobs, and they were <laughs> paying <God>. good. <laughs> Absolutely. My nuts were Detroit in the forties. Like it was, <laughs> they were working. Yeah. Now they're <laughs> Detroit now. Local. Now they're dry. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was. It was the Jackson. Oklahoma boom of the eighteen nineties. It was there. We'll be. Blown Blood, you know, oh my and God. Uh, I'm an oil man. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, okay, I, and I had public wet dreams. Like I remember at summer camp, Lutheran oh, summer no. camp. Oh, oh dude, no. I would wake up in the cabin, and I was like, no, not here, <laughs> not like this. <laughs> so not then like I had to, I had to jerk off in the bathroom yeah. of the cabin. There's like nine other Lutherans to sleep in the other room, and I'm like. Dry jacking. I will say nothing like nothing like a jerk off when there's nine other Lutherans in the room, though. I mean, I also fell asleep on buses or in the back of cars on family road trips, oh, having no. had a wet dream and woken up and no. just been like, "I got to go to the bathroom," and this, then just throw away a bunch of Hanes. This is crazy, wow. dude. You had wet dreams during naps. Yeah, you're like narcoleptic, <laughs> and you have a wet dream issue. You ever seen Memento? Yeah, it was like I was like tasing myself to stay awake, and then I was like taking Polaroid pictures and being like, "He will kill you," you know? Like, Don't trust her. Yeah, I was like tattooing like the man in the hat on my leg. Like I was, it was, it was awful. Just jack off. You're just like. <laughs> You're in church just pinching yourself just so that you don't, like, take a little snooze. My God, it was like that, man. That's crazy. That happened for, like, a year and a half. Until what happened? Until I just decided to jerk off. Yeah, well, problem solved. You know, I remember I Googled on the family computer, and I forgot to erase the history. Uh, I Googled how to stop getting wet dreams. 
And there was a Canadian public health forum oh, cool. forum, and it was about like masturbating will help that take care of. And then the next uh, uh, thing on the forum was a guy talking about like how to safely sound. Do you know what oh, sounding excellent. is? Oh, of course, yeah. we know what sounding is. We're professionals is. over here. <laughs> safely. He was talking that the the the, the, base. the, uh, the, the quora was uh, yeah. was uh, was about how he liked to put a glass thermometer in sure. his penis, Mercury. and the people responding were like, please just use metal. Like it, it, that can break and that can poison your penis. That's yeah. part of it. And then you I don't like, understand. <laughs> it's the razor's edge. Was um, this related to the thing before, or this was just separate? It was just like literally the next question I in see. the forum was okay. how to safely sound. Wow. Safe and sound. Topic. Safe and sound. <laughs> that was the name of the blog. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it was more That's a great blog. Name it was like Canada.gov backslash like yeah. masturbation. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just very direct about it. Yeah. Man, can Excellent. people even spell masturbation? That's hard. It yeah. should be Jack Dash off. So, I think that's the most embarrassing one I can yeah. think of off the top of the dome. Yeah. Damn! Did anyone ever did it? Did anyone ever catch you or did, in public? Did anyone see that you were wet? I imagine. But no one ever like. No one. No one had the stomach to come up to me like I know what. No happened. one had the stones. Also, they're right. your peer group, so maybe they didn't uh, understand what a wet. They also was. might not have known what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I well, thanks for sharing that, dude. Yeah, so, sure. That is the that is a first on Tommy time. <laughs> did you, did you have wet, uh, dreams. wet dreams? I only had like one wet dream. Wow, I Never. did not produce that much Never. semen. I guess. You know what I miss? What's you know, that? okay, and this I I miss having wet nightmares. <laughs> hey. Is this? Are you serious? Back I on swear the to God, do you I, really miss it? <laughs> oh, the night terrors, huh? Uh, I love, I love experiences, yeah. and I, I remember, like, I remember having this dream where, like, my classmate, she just like stabbed me in the chest with a knife repeatedly, and I died sure. in my dream, and I woke up, and it was just like, <laughs> like a, a bomb, a, cr- a, a bomb went off in my pants. My and, God, and I just was like, dude, this it was wild, and um, damn it, this in the is- dream, were you into it? Uh, no, I was like, I truly felt like I was dying wow. in the dream. I it felt blood. a knife puncturing my aorta, and I imagined coughing and choking on my own blood, being like, Bleh! you know, like blood coming out of my mouth yeah. and just and choking that, on my own yeah. blood. And that really did it for you, huh? I, you know, <laughs> and uh, now I'm in a knife play, and <laughs> I can't come otherwise, and my dick's broken. It's an errand. It's yeah. more of an errand. It, it's a. <sighs> and I think about that, man. I should go back on the malaria meds and not <laughs> and not beat off for a month and just see what can happen. Oh yeah, right, the relapse. Those powers combined. The My summer God. of Sam. We're gonna rebrand it. <laughs> just take it back. <laughs> yeah, dude, you should relapse. Um, <laughs> but well, I I think that might be the show, man. I think that's the show, man. Sam, think... do do you have anything that uh, is coming up that you want to you know tell the people? We this should be out on Monday. Yeah. Uh, 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 Instagram and TikTok is at Sam S A M Castillo C A S T I L O dot J P G. Uh, good one. Sam Castillo dot one. I think is what it is on YouTube. And I have a show called at Cold Brew Comedy on Instagram. We are going to start shows again in August, so just check out that. Yeah, excellent. Thanks cool. for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks, Jim. thanks guys. Appreciate it. Uh, we're on social media too. Tummy Time TV, a lot of places except for Facebook. Tummy Time Pod. We got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, yep. True Social. Follow Blue us Sky. there too. Blue Sky, TummyTime.tv, and we'll see ya. Do you guys do Rumble? Not yet. We should do Rumble. We should. Maybe we'll do, uh, when we do Rumble next Tummy Time. Bye bye. <laughs>